eight hours ago, 16 castaways began the adventure of a lifetime. Now, only six remain. Amanda. This PhD psychologist has become a force to be reckoned with, winning two individual immunity challenges and voted safe for a third. Can she work her magic and find a path to the end? As this epic season of Survivor Philadelphia comes to a close, one of these six will outlast all the rest. They'll take home the $100 prize, as well as the title of Soul Survivor. Welcome to the story of Survivor Philadelphia, Episode 8, Slipping Through Your Fingers, Part 1. Interview 12, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, how are you doing tonight? I'm great, I'm great. Um, yeah, happy to talk about uh, Survivor Philadelphia. Yes, I'm here with fan favorite... Uh, challenge beast, two immunity wins, Amanda Rabinowitz. <laughs> so excited to go through it. I'm interested, actually, we'll go with the backstory first. So you have an interesting part in the story because I, so I met you at the Bryce and Wen present karaoke party. Mm -hmm. And then a few months later, when I, I remember being on vacation with my parents and I was thinking of this idea of Survivor Philadelphia and I messaged you and I was I was getting your feedback on it and you were instantly you were in on it so so you were excited from the start I was totally excited from the start I feel like when I said that I was going to do it when I um signed up I was sort of like at that point I was like oh this is something that's like maybe 30% gonna really happen yeah right <laughs> So I was like really excited by the idea of it, but I was like, all right, well, I'll just say yes. And then if it happens, cool. And then as it started to get real, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I really have to make sure like I have that whole day free and like everything. <laughs> but um, I mean, this is, this was, I was really psyched about this. I know that they've done these fan one day seasons in different places. And um, I'm like, I'm obsessed with Survivor. I love the show, but it's, actually being on the show is always something that seemed like it was just not a possibility for me. So um, this idea to at least kind of like have the experience in some small way of what it would be like to play the game, it was um, really exciting. And then also we saw some of your background in the premiere episode. You talked about being a um, brain trauma research person. Mm -hmm. But as a fellow chemist and like a science graduate student, I'm interested to know more about like, so like you, where do you work? Like specifically, what do you do? Sure. So um, I work um, at a rehab hospital, um, Moss Rehab, um, which is um in Philadelphia and in the greater Philadelphia area. And um, I'm part of a research institute there. So I don't actually do any clinical work in my current role. Um, I spend all my time doing research and um, my area of research is brain injury rehabilitation. So um, one of the major focuses of my work is when somebody's had a very serious traumatic brain injury, they've had to be hospitalized for it and have um, inpatient rehab. Um, 
I work with people um, who are somewhere in that process who might be struggling with cognitive and emotional changes that they've had as a result of that. And some of my work is um, designing and testing behavioral interventions to help improve their lives. So that's one area of my research. Um, and I also do some work looking at uh, changes in the brain that happen using techniques like neuroimaging so that we can understand what um, are some of the causes of deficits that people have after brain injury. Okay, so getting into the game, um, you show up at Survivor Philadelphia. I'm a hot mess because I'm like hiding <laughs> idols in the woods. I remember saying hi to you. But you guys are chilling over there and um, you're waiting for the event to start. So what are you thinking? Do you have any idea first that Bryce and Wendell are about to come out? You're sizing everyone up? So, okay, so the first part of that, did I have any idea that Bryce and Wendell were going to show up? I remember at some point in like the weeks leading up to this, I was thinking like, I didn't, I didn't think that Wendell would show up, but there was part of me that was like, I wonder if Bryce is going to be part of this because... You know, I know Bryce is super involved with all of like the Philadelphia fan stuff. And so is so is Wendell. But then for some reason, like once I got there and I started to see the other people rolling in, like at that point, I wasn't like, ooh, real survivors better be here. Or I wasn't even thinking that there was a possibility. I was just kind of like excited about what it was. And, and that's actually one of the weird like meta observations I had about like playing the game was that. I was so in the moment that all of like the things that I would be thinking as somebody who's like kind of studied the game so much or like I was more I was so in the moment that I wasn't doing that second and third guessing like I wonder if somebody else is showing up or I wonder if there's idols in the pizza box like there was I was I was much more immersed in the immediacy of what was happening so yeah so I was there and I was kind of like seeing the other people show up and it was like a funny thing because I think like when you really play Survivor and you go out like during casting or you're in Ponderosa ahead of time like there's probably really explicit rules about like whether you're allowed to talk and you know and like how you interact with people and you know we just kind of all like showed up and we're sort of like are you here for Survivor Philadelphia oh okay and then <laughs> so people just immediately started introducing each other and talking and, um, you know, and like sharing some like information like, oh, do you know Alex or how do you know this? And and some of us like recognized each other like from different, mostly just, you know, the, I'll, like, I'm sure we'll talk more about how there's one person in the cast that I knew very well. But like mm -hmm. there were other people that I either knew from, you know, Philly know-it-alls or just other RHAP events or people that I recognized. So like. I didn't want to be the one to like say like, oh, I know you, you, I, you call into Facebook Friday or like <laughs> we met at the thing. I didn't want to be blowing up anybody else's spot. And I think that other people are also sort of like nobody wanted with maybe some exceptions, but people didn't want to be like very out about like who they knew. So exactly. I saw like I saw Melanie show up and I do, you know, we spent quite a bit of time hanging out together during Philly know-it-alls um, and like. 
I think we just kind of like had this like look of recognition, but neither of us were like, oh, hey, girl. So um, everyone was kind of playing it a little bit close at that point. But at the same time, we were like, you know, oh, where are you from? How long have you lived there? How long did it take you to drive here today? Um, Mm -hmm. We even played a game where we like all introduced ourselves and had to introduce everybody ahead of us so we could learn each other's names. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I should have been the one learning the names because I was going to be the one (laughs) telling asking everyone a question (laughs) all right so then the game starts oh actually i wanted to comment on your meta observation so you're basically like affirming when people come on rhap and they're like you don't know like (laughs) you don't think clearly you don't make the right decisions so so you're saying like that is true like you would have thought more if you weren't so immersed in the game yeah so I was surprised at the degree to which, like, the things that you hear in exit interviews, like, felt true in the moment. Like, and I think I, I've been, in the, especially in the couple days after the game, I was sort of, like, there were some things I was sort of beating myself up about. And I wonder if, like, if it wasn't, you know, 14 votes in 11 hours, if, like, we had time, like, to if I would have, like, thought, like, oh, maybe... If, but 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 I did feel very much like like so for example like I mean we can get to it but like the thing when I said you know the merge and then I found out that Jason found the idol and the pizza box was like of course there was something in the pizza box but in the moment of the merge I was like so absorbed in watching who everybody was talking to and like wondering why people weren't talking to me and trying to figure out who I should talk to and how to talk to them you know covertly or who I needed to make sure that I talked to and there's like and there's so many things running through your head that like finding the time to go to the pizza box is like you know like it it did feel like um it did feel very much like I had to respond quickly without you know doing all of like the the thinking full analysis all the full analysis it seems so obvious when you watch the show so next survivor philadelphia 39 hours (laughs) (laughs) we have enough time count count me in yeah (laughs) all right so we start the game bryce and wendell come out and wendell's going to join your tribe you're on the aramingo tribe and you guys unfortunately lose the first challenge after that extraneous uh t-shirt unfreezing Mm-hmm. So you guys go back to camp and you decide to vote me out because you're mad about the t-shirts <laughs> being so frozen. But who who are you sort of bonding with? And I know you guys all walk into the woods to go on like a hike and you yeah. almost find the idol. You're all standing right next to it in the video, but no one finds it. So how does it end up going unanimously towards Matt there? Yeah, so, like, at that point, right after the challenge, it was, like, everybody, like, we, nobody had really loosened up yet, so, like, we're all, like, sort of standing in a circle, and, you know, and everybody is, like, a little bit awestruck by Wendell, and, you know, and people are, um, you know, we're just sort of talking and playing it cool. At some point, Wendell makes a joke about, like, I'll go to the well and get some water, and then, like, he kind of runs off, and he sort of did it, like, he was doing it like a joke, but also, like, if he could get away with it, he was going to go and look for the idol, Um, but I think he caught that enough people were like, huh, that he sort of stayed behind, and then... um, I was starting to get anxious that we weren't going to have enough time to talk and, like, come up with a plan um, going into the vote. 
So, um, at some point, like, and people were making awkward comments about, like, how do, you know, how do we find time to talk and do do do? And so I said something like, well, you know, like, in all sincerity, I'm really curious to see what the end of the camp, like, what the end of this looks like. Like, let's just go for a walk. So then we went for the walk to see, like, you know, where the area was where the idol could be hidden. And at least that at that point, when you're like walking in a line, there's sort of opportunities to like whisper to the person yeah, who's like directly next to you. So um, I was like feeling pretty good about Christina at that point. And um, Christina had actually like pulled me aside and said like, does anybody did like she's like I I know who you are and your secret is safe with me and I was like who am I, I <laughs> what secret so I was like whoa I'm like Lisa Welchel right now <laughs> um so she said that and I felt like we had sort of like had some camaraderie on the mat so I was like, what is she feeling, talking about like what's, what's the secret what's the secret like what is she like talking that I'm about? Amanda Rabinowitz and I like call into the podcast okay. or something I don't <laughs> and know that, like Rob has mentioned yeah you, like... yeah I don't know so <laughs> um so that was a hoot but so I felt like good about her like I felt like we had like a little bit of a connection and I think I said something like I don't know, we, like, had, like, an exchange that was, like, yeah, like, we want to work together. I mean, and this is all super brief. And then when we were walking to Tribal, I kind of got myself walking next to Brian, and I said, I just said, like, I feel really good about you. Like, I want to work together. And he's like, yeah, I feel really good about you, too. I want to work together. And then he's like, and then I I think it came from him. I think that he said, you know, some other people are saying Matt tonight. And I was like, yeah, Matt. And then I think I like, I don't know if somebody else had gotten to Christina, but I like mouthed it to her. And it it basically just passed through the whole tribe in like a matter of seconds. Like with really, I mean, like the whole amount of time that we had to talk at all in those like hushed, you know, really mini conversations was like probably a matter of 30 seconds. And the name just like went through the whole tribe. Wow. So you guys vote out Matt, and you guys are victorious in your second challenge. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the swap. So you get swapped into a minority. So this is like the whole underdog story beginning Mm -hmm. of um, your your allies are getting blindsided. You're out of the vote. So it's you and Bill and Lexi, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Bill and Lexi and I were the ones who were coming over from Aramingo to the other tribe that I can never remember the name Tuscarora. Of. Tuscarora, okay. Hey, I don't know what you're yelling from. Uh, uh, I know Amanda Lexi. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it was the three of us and then the four original Tuscarora were Dan and Ben and Jordy and, um, and Katie. It's not great being swapped. I felt like I had a good thing that I was getting working over at Aramingo. Um, So now I'm here with Bill and Lexi, and I have good feelings about both of them. Um, But the other thing is that Ben is actually my brother-in-law, and I've known him for 20 years. So I don't know. He's a real gamer. He might, like, just try to sacrifice me for his own game, but maybe I can work that connection getting Ben. We got over there, and Ben 
is my brother-in-law and like we've known each other forever we went to high school together like you know he's mm-hmm. like you know he's my brother so um i you know we hadn't did you guys stay apart when you when you got to the event like not talking yeah to so we stayed apart when we got to the event and actually we hadn't discussed ahead of time how we were going to play everything like we hadn't talked about it and like he's like a and and I didn't want to because like he's a really hardcore gamer and like I didn't want us to like make a promise that like he was gonna break and then like I was gonna get my (laughs) feelings hurt or or vice versa so like I just kind of wanted to let it play out and then when I got over there um but then when we both showed up um, I think that you needed people to put up the um, the flags for the two tribes. So oh, Ben yeah. and I volunteered to go. I didn't even make the connection at the minute because I don't <laughs> think I knew who Ben was. <laughs> so we volunteered to put up the Aramingo tribe flag. And then while we're over there, we started talking like, well, how, how do you want to play this? And then I said like, I think I said like, I'm not, I don't want to, I said like, I don't want to lie about it. And if you tell people that you know me, if you feel like you have to do that, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to, like, volunteer the information unless it comes relevant. So let's just kind of feel it out. But um, we weren't just, like, we didn't make a big show of it, that we knew each other. And, like, once the game started and I realized that, like, Bryce and Wendell are here, there's probably other people who know each other. I was just, like, this isn't, like, you know, it's just in time we can deal with this but i'm sure there's like other connections and nobody's going to be like scrutinizing it and you're not going to become like the biggest targets right just right of that. right so um so once we got over there i don't think i had time to really talk to ben one on one but if first um while well, we were we were all in the group and i sort of had an opportunity to kind of look over at Katie and get her attention for a minute. And I said, like, so are we in really big trouble? And then she's just, like, mouthed to me, not you. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Sounds I was like, good. That's good. And then um, I don't remember the sequence of events, but um, I've seen clear that they wanted to target Bill I checked in with Ben and, and Ben said that I was okay. And then at that point, Dan Sinensky, who's somebody else that I like don't know, but I know from the RHAP universe, like, you know, he calls into things and comments on things. And so I was pretty sure that we were like aware of who the other one was. Um, and he kind of, he and Ben kind of approached me like, you know, like they, they, like we could work, the three of us could work together. And I think that Bill like talked to me and he said like, are you voting for Lexi? And I said, yeah, because you know, like I I think we just all agreed that we were going to vote for each other. Like there was no, like at that point, I don't think that we were turning on each other. We couldn't, yeah, we were just willing to turn on each other because there wasn't really enough of an opportunity to really turn the tide at that vote. So um, that sucked because, like, you know, Bill, like, really kicked butt in the earlier challenge and he would have been, like, really fun to play with. But then he went home at that um, at that vote. And then I guess, did we go to the next tribe? We went to the next tribal, too? Mm-hmm. Both tribes go to tribal after the gross food eating. So you oh, guys right. lose that one. Right. And then you're going to blindside Dan. Yes. 
So you and Lexi, the mi- only minority successfully turning the majority against themselves. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that's uh, so this is I was starting to bleed into that. So yeah. So after the bill vote, that was when Dan and Ben approach me, like the three of us could work together. But at that point, I had already sort of sensed that like Katie was not into Dan's vibe on that tribe that he was like being a little bit bossy um you know and Lexi and I had talked and we and you know and Lexi had commented that Dan was kind of like treating her like she was like you know obviously next to go Mm. and she didn't like that so at that point the three of us were sort of like, wouldn't it be great if we could just vote out Dan and, and turn on Dan? Um, and Katie was like, seemed into that. And so that was like a great opportunity. At that point I pulled Ben aside and I said, like, the girls really want Dan out. And, um, Ben did not want to turn at Dan at that point, because I think that they were probably close. Um, but, I told him like that I was totally with him and Katie like I was with that all that I just wanted it to be the four of us like Lexi Katie Ben and I so like not Jordy Jordy was not part of that deal at that time so I don't think I ever really had a sense of who Jordy was close to like I didn't talk to him about that vote um but he did, and I assume Katie did, but um, yeah, I didn't talk to him about that vote. But in my mind, I was hoping to have the four be um, Lexi, me, Katie, and Ben. Sorry, Dan, I just needed to take this opportunity to put myself in a better position in the game. And so, yeah, and that was like, a really that was an amazing blindside because I didn't know at the time that Dan had found the idol Mm -hmm. and he (laughs) was like totally like really convinced that Lexi was going home and he was kind of being snarky about it like when um when Lexi got pulled aside for a confessional and he's like ah that's the vote out confessional and kind of Uh. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so that so that was where we so when then when we we voted Dan out that was like I felt really good about that and I was like really happy going into the merge feeling like I I felt like Katie flipped on her people to be with us like Ben flipped on them to be with us um I felt like we were gonna like we had the potential to be a strong four so um so plus all of your other original Aramingos on the other side you still have them. Yeah, and then I felt like I still had the, like, I felt like I still could potentially have, um, especially Christina and Brian were the people who I felt like, you know, I bonded with over there. Um, so that was good. Um, so then we get into this cup stacking challenge. Mm-hmm. Nobody takes that cool advantage, which was going to be a nicely crafted steal a vote. Oh. Nobody took it. Um and then you get the pizza. Mm-hmm. So so I'm sitting there eating pizza and everyone's like talking to everyone. I'm like, oh my God, this game just blew up. <laughs> so merge thoughts. What are you, what are you thinking? So the merge, like the, 
so this was where like so the merge i mean this is one thing like this is when the game gets crazy um i had just come from a vote with who i thought was my four and my only goal after the merge was that the four of us vote together like i didn't care who went home at that point like i just wanted the four of us who had just voted together to vote together so that that could be locked in stone because I was hoping that if there could be like an Aramingo majority, like I was hoping that I could have Aramingo and then have this four and then at the point where it kind of whittled down, like sort of like, you know, like um, the way that Wendell and Dom really had like Laurel and Donathan and then when mm-hmm. the Navidi like numbers got down, they used their other two. Like I thought Lexi and I had these other two and that that was how we could play it. That was like my dream. Um, but then what was like, what what I got spooked by after the merge is like I immediately like went up to like I so I started to talk like get together with the old Aramingos and be like so what's going on on your tribe like what happened in that vote and I first went to Christina and I feel like she gave me like nothing and I think that that was a moment where I like just had this like unwillingness to trust her that like might have undermined future moves in the game but she was like yeah it was pretty much just tribal lines you know like nothing interesting and I was just like what like that doesn't make any sense um so I didn't get anything from her and then um I feel it and I think I tried to like talk to Brian like it became clear to me that Brian and John and Christina were really close and so like I just they looked like an obvious three to me. And so I was like, I didn't want to get into any group where I didn't feel like I could control a majority of that group. That was my thinking. So at that vote. Amanda, you've consistently been vocal about being on the bottom and hoping you weren't <laughs> the one voted out. So you find yourself in the same position. I still hope that I'm not the one voted out. <laughs> um, same. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, like, what who's in the majority and who's on the bottom because the game is so fluid right now. There's people who are meeting for the first time. There's people who worked together before, and they don't know if they're going to work together again. So I think everybody's just trying to figure out where those lines really are. As you're talking, we see some whispering. John, what do you think of that whispering? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, Christina and John and I started off on the same tribe, and I think we all felt really good about each other and so you know I think we're just trying to figure out if hopefully we'll continue working together. Um, I really wanted to so I think that at that vote the names that were being there was a just Ben it's Ben and Brian. It's Ben and Brian yeah so that I think was like a proxy war for like Wendell and Bryce like I feel like there were people whispering about like do we take out one of the returnees and um like Wendell was a name that got floated and at that vote Christina and Brian voted for Wendell Mm -hmm. um and I think that was because that name was going around and for whatever reason Wendell like there they just said Wendell wasn't going to be the target but Brian could be the target now this is like where um and I didn't and I heard Ben's name come up but it came out of the blue and I didn't think I thought that somebody was just like was just saying the wrong name because like I it wasn't I think I was there was I thought that it was going to be between Wendell and Bryce 
And then when people said, we can't vote for Wendell, let's take out Brian because he's a really strong player and he's on Wendell's side. Um, I was, I thought, okay, we can, we can vote for Brian as long as my group votes together. Um, and then at some point I heard somebody say Ben and it was at a, and it was like too late for me to do anything about it, but I didn't even believe that he was a real target. It just didn't make any sense to me. So I don't really know how his name got in the mix, but the problem is that like unbeknownst to me, Lexi and Brian are like best friends yeah. <laughs> so I didn't Oops. know that. Um, and I was like, so I thought that the four of us would vote for Brian with, um, you know, Jordy voting for Brian. And then, you know, you, so I thought that we could have votes for Brian, but um, Lexi voted for Ben. And I don't know, what was the vote? What was the count at that tribal? It was five Ben, four Brian, two Wendell. Right. Right. So, yeah, so it could have been the other way and Brian could have gone home. If she had, if Lexi had just stuck with you, it would have been Brian. Yeah, but I didn't know. Like, so, but I didn't know that the two targets were like her best friend and my brother-in-law. So like that was... Right, (laughs) so it's like something's got to go. Yeah, yeah. So that, like, so so after that vote, and at that point, like, I, you know, I, I was really thinking that like Lexi was my number one. Um, and I really wanted us to try to get on the same page. And I think it was after that vote. And I think at that point I had actually, I might've told her that Ben was my brother-in-law. Um, and yeah. So then after that, I think she said, we have to talk. And then we sort of talked it through. Um, and then she did tell me that she was friends with Brian so, um, yeah, so that was that vote. And I was really bummed that Ben got voted out. Um, and I was really bummed because like, I just, I felt like I didn't want him to think that I had turned on him and I felt like I, I should have had the opportunity to do something about it. Um, but it was like happening too fast. All right. So then we get to the, the challenge in which somebody has to be voted to be safe, oh. given immunity and you get voted safe. You all just voted for who you want to get immediate safety in the next tribal council. They will not participate in this challenge and they will join whoever wins the immediate challenge as a safe person. So we're going to reveal the votes one at a time. Let's go, Jason, flip. I vote Wendell. Wendell. Wendell votes for Brian. Brian to be safe. Brian Turn the favor. Bryce votes for Amanda. Amanda. As do I. Amanda. Brian. Brian. Amanda. Amanda. Lexi, Lexi Amanda. And Amanda. So we have one, two, three, four Amandas, one, two, three Ryans, one Lexi, and two Wendells. So Amanda is safe at this tribal council, will not be participating in the challenge. So how, do, how did you get voted safe? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, like, I don't know why people... Like that was that was cool. I mean, well, I know that there that it was a fluke that there weren't enough pieces to play in that challenge. <laughs> so that was, Breaking the fourth that wall. Was, I'm sorry. Okay. You can cut that. You can cut that part. Um, <laughs> no, this is this is the good stuff. Um, we thought about switching the um, the the history of Philadelphia challenge and that because the history of Philadelphia you could do with any number mm. but then Corona was like oh no I have this great idea we'll, we'll vote someone and say if I was okay you do it <laughs> so well that was cool
cool. I mean, I don't how many people voted for me for that? Like I don't remember, but it was not a majority. It was like four, four. at max. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that's cool that that shook out and then I got to be immune. And I feel like every it's like a huge it's a huge advantage to be immune from the vote. <laughs> like it really yeah. is. I mean, of course like you're not like on any given night you're like not the person most likely to go home, but I feel like with how chaotic things are, like when you don't have to like primarily focus on just protecting yourself, it allows you to like have a better sense of what's going on. Definitely. So you are going to cast your vote for Jordy on this vote, and you're the only person who votes for Jordy. Mm-hmm. And there is an idol played by Jason. So so tons of stuff's going on. Yes. So were you were you aware that Brian was going at all, or that he was a target? So after the vote where Ben goes home, Christina and Brian... Um, talk to Wendell and get Wendell back on their side. So they, you know, tell him that they got misinformation and that's why they voted for him. And for some reason, like it's all good and they get back together. Um, And at this point, like the thing that I was like most worried about was the extent to which Bryce and Wendell were working together Um, And after the merge, actually, I didn't mention this. So after the merge, like, I see Bryce for the first time, like, in the game or, like, on the same tribe. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I, you know, I know Bryce, like, I don't want to, like, put any, like, special, like, you know, he's, like, a super friendly person to the fans. And we've corresponded. So he he knew who I was. And I, like, and he goes, like, hey, Amanda, you know. He goes, I know your secret. Yeah, I know your secret's (laughs) safe with me. (laughs) Um, no, but he says like, Hey, Dr. Amanda, you know, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too, Bryce. But I, I just sort of felt like I, um, I felt like potentially I could work with Bryce and I felt like potentially he would be more of like somebody I could count on necessarily, like possibly than Wendell. So like when it came to like the battle of like, which of the returnees is going to go out, I sort of always had my sense it might be better to have Bryce around because I felt like I could make something work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I felt like Wendell had kind of like secured these people that like, you know, it seemed like he had something under control already. Um, so yeah, so that um, at this next vote, like I feel like if there were a few votes in a row where it was like, do we go for the returnees now? And that vote where I voted for Jordy, um, there wasn't the momentum to vote out either one of them. Um, and I was totally happy with Brian going home at that point because I didn't trust them it was actually is that where brian went home or that brian yeah. went home first and then john went home mm-hmm. yeah because john and brian and christina i felt like were just they were a tight three and i felt like if we if lexi and i got back together with the aramingo folks we would not have a majority like we would be at the bottom of that so i didn't mm-hmm. like that like power Your structure jumping ship. yeah so i was happy for Brian to go home there, but I think I voted for Jordy just because I couldn't figure out where the vote was going. <laughs> Too much going yeah. on. Yeah. 
So then we get, um, so this is the, this is where everyone's going to vote for Bryce. So this is, you vote for Bryce. So mm-hmm. there must be some sort of plan that develops to vote right. for Bryce, but then Jason's going to use the idol on Bryce. John goes home. Mm-hmm. So you vote for Bryce, but you just said that you would rather keep Bryce than Wendell. Yeah. So how does that work? Well, we couldn't get like Christina and, um, Christina and probably John, John. at that point, they did not want to vote for Wendell. And I remember having this conversation with Christina where she was like, well, I just feel like if we vote, what, like, well, she's like, I feel like I have a trust with Wendell. And if we like vote him out, that would like damage that trust. And I was like, well, then he would be gone. So it doesn't matter. Like right. I was just, she, I, I just felt like I wasn't getting like a straight line from her. Like I just said, it's really clear that she was protecting Wendell. So at that point, I really wanted one of the returnees to go and couldn't get enough of a of a thing going against Wendell. So I was willing to go for Bryce. This is really, really heartbreaking to do. I'm so, so sorry. Um, I just am trying to trust a couple people that I think I can trust. And you're not part of that plan. Love you. And the main reason that I wanted one of them gone was just because to me, it was such a wild card, like the extent to which they were working together. Like they just seemed to be working. Like I didn't know w- if I could trust like the Wendell Aramingo thing. I couldn't trust it if Bryce was around, like Bryce working. I couldn't work with Bryce if Wendell was around. Like I didn't want to work with Bryce with Wendell around because I just didn't know if I could trust that he was really, um, you know, where his loyalties lay and um the one of them had to go one of them had to go and then i feel like there was something was that the tribal where wendell like tried to blow it up that people were voting for bryce yeah yeah yeah. so everything goes crazy yeah so at that point there was all the former aramingos were all on board for voting against bryce and we talked to wendell about it and wendell said well, I'm cool with that, but I just can't be the one to write his name down. And then I think that we did the math and we needed him to vote, to vote for Bryce. And then he said, like, well, okay, I'll vote for Bryce, but I'm going to blow it up at tribal council. Is that cool with everyone? And then, like, I feel like people were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, this is not cool. Like, but, you know, you can't tell somebody, like, not to blow it up. But it was like, that was part of the you know that this was part of the what made it clear to me that you know we couldn't trust one of them with both of them in the game Mm -hmm. so then jason pulls out his idol they play it on bryce john goes home which i guess is not too bad for you Mm because john's part of that solid three so then we get this immediate tribal right after so no going back to camp we do the survivor trivia challenge and you're going to win your first individual immunity not by vote but by actually winning So that was that was very impressive. I think you got seven out of eight yeah. questions. Yeah, the one that I got wrong was the first unanimous winner, and I did token chains when it was Earl in Fiji. So I think that was the hardest question. <laughs> Me too. It's kind of anticlimactic. The last question was the one that was wrong, but yeah. <laughs> what can you do? 
the the tiebreaker would have been um, how many episodes of Survivor have there ever been? Oh, right. Did I already tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I don't know if I would have been able to get that one, but um, yeah, that was good. Like I think Christina and Jason and I were all in it, and then Christina got a couple wrong, and then it was just between me and Jason, and then Jason got the Guatemala question wrong. So mm, he was beating himself up <laughs> over that. So then we're going to immediate tribal. And this is a crazy one again, because it's 4-4. It's so now we're in a situation where we're going to vote. Uh, Amanda, you're obviously feeling safe. Do you, do you have any idea what's going to happen right now? I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I feel like every tribal council that I've come into, it's not gone exactly the way I expected it to. So um, I really don't know. But I this is the one where we went to rocks. Yeah. You vote for Jason, right? Yes. Yes. But you're safe, so it doesn't matter safe. if it's So, tied. like, at that point when people are talking about whether they're... I, that, and that was a super fun tribal council about the, the going to rocks. I feel like we're... So, so yeah, so we're... So this was more of, like, a original tribe division. So we, I think, at this point, we did sort of regroup. And I talked to Christina and Wendell and sort of told them, like, nobody was talking to me after the merge. Like, let's work together. And we kind of just went back to, like, the the division of our original tribes at this point. That makes sense. And that was the vote. And then Jay, and Wendell really wanted the votes to go towards Jason. He thought Jason, he, he said that Jason was the best, their best player on that side. And I think at that point, I was like, really, Jason? And I was like, I don't think he's the best player over there. And then Wendell's like, well, then who? And I was going to say I think the best player is Katie, but I didn't want to put a target on her back because I thought I could work with her. But I didn't think that Jason, I just said, I think Jason, we can see coming a mile away. And like the when he did play the idols on him correctly, he was like, when he was doing such this exaggerated like acting performance of mm-hmm. like, oh man, I can't believe I'm getting voted out tonight. It was like really over the top. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like we can definitely, we can definitely read him. Um, so I wasn't as threatened by Jason, but that was what people were getting really threatened because he had played two idols at that point. Um, and I definitely underestimated him, but that was where, so all the old Aramingos got together and decided to vote for him and I tried to convince them that like I did really want to work with them um and you know that I was like coming back home um to <laughs> so Katie draws the odd rock and she goes home so now you guys technically your Aramingos have the majority mm-hmm. if you were going to stick with mm-hmm. them and then we get to the coconut shop tribe dynamics challenge which you also win yes so I think all these wins seem, I mean, I guess not the trivia, but they seem to be a testament to like a good social game. You, you understand the dynamics, people like you, you fit in with the group. So you win your second immunity. The correct answer is Wendell, which means Amanda wins individual immunity. <laughs> Safe from tribal council. You can make the last chop on this. Oh, you need to. Do you need it for... Oh, this is technically the, the second Safe time we're... Vote, are you wanted in the vote? Second time I'm wearing it. All right, for the first time in some time, you guys can head back to camp and figure out what's going to happen tonight, and then we will vote. And this is like returnee smackdown. Yeah. 
Three votes Wendell, three votes Bryce. Bryce is out of the loop. He votes for Jason. So you're a vote for Wendell mm-hmm. to go home. Because the reasons you said before, Wendell is... You, you can work more with Bryce than you can with Wendell. Yeah, I thought so. I just thought of, like, Wendell as... I, I just thought that I, I, I could see, like, a path ahead where I could work with Bryce. Um, I mean, Wendell is, like, I think he's he's really... Um, he's he's pretty threatening in the game of survivor like i feel like he has a very subtle like low-key way of exerting a lot of influence and like making himself the center of things without like acting outwardly like a leader so like i if if and i also knew that like wendell like was close to Lexi like I felt like they like like she seemed to be talking strategy with him quite a bit and in his ear quite a bit so I felt like you know it was he was potentially in the way of me working with people that I thought that I could work with better he would he would pick her over you mm-hmm. if it came to it mm-hmm. so you eventually go for Wendell and then on the revote it's enough to get Wendell out. Mm-hmm. So you've successfully paved the way for you and Le- you and Lexi to get to the end. Yeah, six people left. Yeah. so now it gets now it gets really real. <laughs> Jordy wins immunity at six, and there's a moment when Christina and Lexi, right, go off into the woods to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And you and Bryce, Jason, and Jordy talk. Yeah. And is this when you make that deal? Yes. Yes. Wait, no, Jordy must have been out in there because... Jordy was probably doing an interview. Jordy was probably doing something else. So when... So, I mean, I had felt like I had had, like, very, like, kind of, like, friendly, warm interactions with, like, Jason and Bryce throughout, like, the post-merge, even though we hadn't strategized together and talked game. And they had kind of been in the underdog position after Aramingo original Aramingo had regained numbers and Jason you know was like a perennial target like as you know he he was like a target for a couple of votes like he got saved by the rock draw and he you know saved himself with an idol so I knew that people thought that he was like a threat to win so I thought like if I'm like willing to go to the end with a threat, then like we, you know, like, like we could, if we're willing to go to the end together, we can protect each other and then we won't get voted out at four is what I was thinking. And I sort of, so you were going to go with him. You were thinking, I was thinking of okay, going with it. him and Bryce. I was thinking of flipping with him and Bryce at that point. Cause at that point I was sort of, even though, I mean, in reality, and this is the thing that I've thinking and thinking, like if I could have taken a step back and analyzed it more, like, I still had this, like, gut feeling that, like, Lexi and Christina were going to turn on me to go with somebody else. But I think that once Wendell was gone, maybe that was less, much less likely to happen. I think that while Wendell was there, that he was potentially pulling them in another direction. But with him gone, I don't know, like, if they would have, like, you know, thinking of the other puzzle pieces, if they would have, like gone with Jordy or gone with Bryce like I don't think that they had those relationships but for some reason Mm -hmm. I was thinking this is like my opportunity to flip and go to the end with a different group of people like who I haven't been working with and like show like really like kind of distinguish be be something different in a final three like be a different option 
in a final three. And I thought that Bryce and Jason and I, like, we might all be nervous enough about other people not taking us to the end that we would have, like, gone in on it together. But I feel like it that case, like, solidifying that case, like, takes longer than, like, 20 seconds. Right. <laughs> like, really, like, saying, like... It takes, like, like, a reward when you guys bond. Right, and... right. But, um, yeah, I felt like we had, like, a personal affinity for each other and that we were all, like, in a position where we would potentially be voted off at four. And so if we could, like, make a plan to go together... That like, but the thing is in there, Bryce said something about how like I was a threat to win the immunity. And then I was like, Bryce, are you like trying to paint a target on my back? And then he like laughed it off. And like, I feel like that was something he played off as a joke that I was like, oh, he really was like trying to paint a target on my back. And Mm -hmm. I should have like, that should have given me more pause. Yeah. But when, so then that was when I told them and this was the other reason I thought that they would take me to the end was because I was saying let's vote for um like Christine like I was saying I'll vote against like somebody like we'll vote for like I wasn't saying let's vote for Jordy I was like giving them Christina and then I was Mm -hmm. willing to like vote out Lexi that so I thought that like they were gonna they were gonna trust me um because I was like offering up somebody that I had been working with my biggest move in the game. Hopefully this pays off. I think this puts me in numbers with people I can work with. So you decide this is your big move. You're going for Christina. Then we get to five and the puzzle square challenge. People take a long time. I was so surprised how difficult that puzzle was because I couldn't. I feel so dumb about that puzzle. No, nobody could get it. I tested it on like five people. No one could could do it in under like 10 minutes. I've like been beating myself up so much about that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because Survivor producers made it. Like they they know what they're doing. They made it really hard somehow. Right. I was like, so I'm a neuropsychologist and I've like assuaged myself by like saying that like Jason is like a good like, you know, like 15 years younger than me so he has yeah. like much faster <laughs> processing speed than I do <laughs> <laughs> that must be yeah. so then Jason wins the immunity he's safe and your final three with Bryce and Jason is as you think intact right yes and you offer up Lexi yes. as the second sacrificial lamb and to the this slaughter was like the most I mean this was like the this is like another one of those classic things it's like this was the time where I like was like I felt the most comfortable and like, that's when you go home. Right. It's like, right. like that's I just was know. like, to me, I was thinking like, I am about to vote out my closest ally. Who's like a threat to win the game. I've just offered her up to the other side. Like, of course, <laughs> like that's like, I'm safe. Like everybody, you know, I'm just like, Hey guys, like I, I want to vote for this person. That's my closest ally. Who's also like, you know, a threat. And I just thought that it was going to go that way. I thought that like, I was like serving them this like wonderful silver platter. But they were serving you on the silver <laughs> they platter. They did. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like you're Gabby and you're serving up Christian right. and they're like, no, it's Gabby. I know. I know. <laughs> so you vote for Lexi. Yeah. Lexi votes for Bryce. Three votes for Amanda. And they take you out.
I mean, I'll say, like, I think I didn't do a good enough job, like, selling Bryce and Jason on why it would be good for the three of us to go to the final three. But I don't even think, in retrospect, like, they would have taken Jordy. Like, they wouldn't have taken me. Like, I should have realized that. Like, I shouldn't... I should have either... So, the thing that I... The reason I thought I was safe was because after I made the final three deal with Jason and Bryce, Jason pulled me aside and said, like, I'd be willing to take out Bryce at, at, at four. So like, I thought that it was a really good situation because I thought that I could make a final three deal with Jason and Bryce and that Jordy like Jordy and Jason and I could maybe even vote out Bryce. Like I thought that there was just another meat shield there. Like I thought right, that right, Bryce right. is like a returning player, like returning to Survivor Philadelphia, but <laughs> as like as like a real Survivor player that like people wouldn't want to bring him to the end. But I didn't know, like I didn't realize that. I don't know. I didn't realize that people would want to go to the end with him potentially. Um, so you go to the jury. Um... Overall thoughts on the experience, B- better than what you expected, different than what you expected. You mentioned before it was only a 30% chance of happening, which is definitely true for a while. Until I, like, paid the money to get the pavilion rented, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. really official. Um, it, so your overall thoughts? It was better than I expected. It was amazing. Like, I, 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 I feel like, actually, now that it's been, like, a week since it's, or whatever, however long since it happened, like, I feel like... I feel like in the immediate, like, few days, I was, like, just buzzing, like, high off of this experience. Like, it was, I mean, I don't know what real, what real Survivor is like, but I feel like this is, like, the closest I've ever gotten to getting a taste of that. And it's, like, it's, like, fascinating. Um, It was really, it was, it was awesome. I mean, so the, 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 like, that's my thoughts on the game. But, like, I mean, I didn't think I was going to win an immunity or win, like, two <laughs> immunities. And, like, you know, and then the winning the coconut chop and, like, people, like, being, like, a little bit of, like, a social threat. Like, I mean, those are yeah. just things. It was really, that's, like, really cool. And it's gotten me, like, very curious about how would I really play the game and if I was going to play and, and what would it be like. I feel like just today my brain snapped back into reality. There were like a few days where I was like, I should apply. Like I, this is how I would make a tape. Like I know what, I think I could like, cause I had always convinced myself like I wouldn't be good casting, but I was like, I think I know how I would pitch myself in a tape and I think I would have a good chance. And then today I was just like, who are you kidding? Like, you're not going to go on survivor. Like, uh, <laughs> Well, could you logistically do it? Like, would it make sense for you? I don't think it would. I mean the, well, I'll tell you after I got home from, from playing Survivor Philly, I got home just in time to like 
tuck, give my like older son a kiss goodnight before he went to sleep. <laughs> you have no idea what I just went and through. No, and he was, and he's like, mom, and no, he, he, well, he started watching Survivor with me. So he's like, mommy, you won two immunity challenges. Cause like I texted his dad and he's uh, like, he's like, why didn't you win? And I was like, it's okay. But like somebody else. Too went. big of a threat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said to me, he's like, mommy, never go play Survivor again. I missed you too much. Oh. <laughs> So now you can't go. Yeah, now I can't. I can't. I can't go. Um, no, it would be super fun, but I just wouldn't want to go when my kids are so little. And it would also, like, that's the easier reason, excuse to say no, but then, like, it would also be, like, kind of tricky to justify in my career, like, at any mm-hmm. point. But, um, but oh, it was, like, it was so much fun. It was, like, it's so insanely fun. And I feel like as somebody who obsesses about analyzing the game, like, the insight that I gained from just like being in those moments, like I feel like, I don't know, this was this was like one of my my takeaways um, immediately afterwards. It's like, I think that it's better to be able to make suboptimal decisions quickly and then like execute on them than to make like really good decisions because it's like, like thinking through like, well, what if you got these people to flip? And what if you got, I mean, I think that those things are not as powerful as like the way that you can just like look somebody in the eye and convince them of one thing. It's like, you just sort of have to react to the moment and do that really effectively. And that's almost more important than like calculating out what the best move is. Like at tribal, you need to be able to be like, no, we're flipping it right now, and have them really right. like vibe with you, you like, and believe you, cause that. Because momentum accrues like immediately once something gets set into place. So like taking time to like figure things out, like is all of this missed opportunity and things could be swinging a different way. Like it was so like the way that things just like like the like the mat vote just like happened in a second, or like that vote between Ben. And Brian were two people voted for Wendell. Like that was just an example of like plans popped up and then like whoever could make that plan come together. And sometimes you have to abandon the plan that you want just to make something work so that you can vote with the people you want to vote with and protect the people you want to protect. So like that, that became very real to me that like that's such an important skill in the game is to just execute any plan because like in the absence of a plan that you're executing, like somebody else is executing a plan at your expense. So as long as you're the executor, yes, you're, the you're in the good spot. Yeah. <laughs> Any other hot takes? Oh man. Um. Well. Uh. JCR is definitely a big uh, star of the season. Um. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. Like he, I was really like. The way that he lost, like, cause I, one of the reasons that they were able to blindside me and, um, like Jason really made me feel comfortable. Like, like he wanted to work with me and like, I could trust him. Like I really, and that's something, I mean, Bryce did it too. Like Bryce in small ways, like kind of like made, like laid the groundwork for me flipping to them. But then like, I feel like Jason really made me feel like. I was like very welcome over there and like and so when I found out that they had blindside like they voted for me like I was very very blind blindsided and that was like mm-hmm. when I realized how much I had underestimated Jason. All right, anything else before we part ways? No, I think that that's that's We're it. a good hour and 6 minutes in. Okay. We're breaking the record for longest oh, interview gosh. so far. I'm this sorry. is great. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, this is good. 
That's my style. I'm long-winded. Well, Amanda, it's been great talking to you. I'll see you again soon, and take care. Yeah, you too. Don't be a stranger in Philadelphia. I won't.